everybody welcome welcome once again to morning <laughs> morning coffee with mario i'm sorry filling the rum it's a wonderful monday and if you don't know that it's 10 a.m well then you're already late for work I want to welcome you guys it's been a wonderful crazy time for us lately because we have been expanding i've been trying to focus on that because so much of the news and stuff you know so we'll, we got news today, so we'll get to the news segment. But so much of the news takes you to a certain place. So we've been trying to focus, probably like you, on projects, stuff you got to get done. You know, do your thing. But I have to report on the political, so there you go. So that's been taking up a bunch of our stuff. But on the other hand, Victor and I have been steadily moving forward, you guys. Steadily moving forward with what is an evolving plan, which what has been an evolving plan for internet television, Vic, because we're changing. We're changing and doing stuff so differently, and that's being reflected in the upcoming programming and the guests that we're having. So we got a bunch of stuff coming up. I've been working feverishly around here trying to fix stuff and update stuff and add different outlets because we have now expanding markets. Okay, for example, being represented totally on IMDb. Now we have 15 different episodes, series that are being recognized on the web, giving industry credits, yep. as it were, yep. for the web series. Okay, so we have that. Uh, we have a, a book, a biography that's being done by a good friend of mine, Mel Bonte, very talented uh person uh biography about me and we're doing interviews for that which we're also putting up as a show it's an experiment once again in a new way of book writing typically when you do a biography you interview somebody with a little tape recorder whatever in our days a digital recorder now you do a video and you make it to a series so that's the way we do it again the mm. influence of victor and i how we're doing and expanding things Okay, The mm-hmm. Quiet Storm is even being recognized. The Tuesday night live interactive DJ experience recognized on IMDb. So we're, we're happy. We're happy. And then what's happening too is that on Fridays, I, Victor, has turned into a whole <laughs> nother thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Skynet. <laughs> Skynet, bro. Being infected by Skynet. It's wonderful programming, you guys. I want you to take a look and recognize that we are an experiment. I think, you know, so much of the way people relate to us, at least at first, is they always think that we're Channel 4, we're BET, and we are so not any of those things. We're so not any of those things. But who, what we are is a unique group who's pursuing things that are revolutionary, yet very zen in approach, simplifying yeah. things to a different core. Right. So uh, yeah, it's been good, Vic. So yeah, I think it's. I think the learning lesson, the learning lesson is, is that at the end of the day, you know. Oh, I'll do it this way. Watch this. I'm gonna test Mario. You know Mario. Kaiser, that's his portfolio, his background. How often did you v- visit the MIS department? The who? <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> how often did you visit them? <laughs> hey, I didn't even visit the charge room. <laughs> so what, 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 and I knew folks in the charge room. Right, that's why. So, well, I never went to the charge room. room. Right, so it is hard because Mario will hear me say it all the time. I said, the value of importance of what you do is systemic to your direct responsibilities of what most people don't even understand what the you're doing. <laughs> so, in other words, Mario's going, you guys just want to see what y'all want to see, right? But we're going to tell you what's going on. And right now, we're dealing with Skynet. You <laughs> <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. See, he won't make any differences. What are you yeah, talking with about? with Skynet. <laughs> well, and part of that, for those of you who have been having trouble accessing our website, we'll join the group. <laughs> <laughs> right, Skynet. We, we, we can't access it. It's, and we're having so much trouble right now on our website that we're wondering. I told a guy, could it be possible that we're on the hit list by the Russians? <laughs> right. right. But we are political. Yes, we're man. having a bunch of troubles at our website. They've been working on it at GoDaddy. And now they have to bring in all the other people. Right. Just, and they can't even put it back. Nope. All of this started we tried to add a different newsletter. For those of you who know, we're trying to do the whole newsletter thing. So, that's part of the ongoing troubles here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, here's the thing that I like about what's happening. Several years ago, or even even more recent, how many alternatives did you have to uh, connect with people? So the dependency factor has gone out the door when you go like, hey, if you can't see that at the website, you can't see it. Well, most of our content that we actually syndicate, distribute, or present. It's really in other alternative ways. So the good thing about it, the show still goes on. We still have it on the on demand. So for all of you guys, you know, if you, you know, got the dot Moby site, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, all those are still going to be running. But far as the website itself, you know, you're really supposed to be paying attention I'm, to the show. They're working on it. I'm calling them when we get off the stuff today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you no, know, this goes I'm with calling them again. I've been talking to them almost every day. Yeah. No, this is all good. So there you go, you guys. Okay. So, again, we got the full show today. We got the news. We got the hot picks. Uh, we got the sports. Uh, got mm-hmm. a lot. We got the marijuana for dummies. <laughs> yes, sir. All the good stuff. All right. So take a look, everybody, now to one of the later... Uh, one of the latest of our slideshow animations. This one featuring, I did most of the photos, but Victor did all the setup. <laughs> Take a look. 
That's what we need. We know the per- we need the person who knows when to press the press the buttons. It's all in the eye. Wonderful. That's the latest. What a, that that is the long version yeah. of the official video logo lead in. Right for the I Victor featuring Miko's uh, challenge. We ch- we change those periodically. Right. And lately, I've been doing them. You know, part of that whole uh, upgrade movement. Hey, for those of you who tuned in to the pre-show. I hope you noticed Mac McAllister's upgrade, Vic. I hope you up noticed that Mac is now mm-hmm. taking the retro jazz and blues show and converted it in We Video, which, right. is the, which is one of the things that we used way back in the day, I think, on the collab project. Way back in the, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. We Video, Mac has continued using it just like Mac. It's interesting the stuff Mac and I discovered that he continues using it. Mm-hmm. He's using the We Video to produce a full one hour version 
of his show that's all graphics and videos and uh, with animations and it's funny and it's witty and it's uh, <laughs> musically entertaining. So I wanted to give props to you, Mac. Uh, now, if only you could help me to integrate it back into the... You know what? So, Vic. Yeah. So, Mac doesn't realize that I have to add that to the broadcast machine. Well, yeah. yeah. So, he doesn't have... I don't have a video copy. So, what I've been doing is for on Mondays, I just... When I out here early, I set up and broadcast in real time. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. On the desktop, but we want to get him. Hey, Mac, we're up. We're upgrading the machine, so we're going to need Mac to give us a way to get those videos. So adaptation, coming, adaptation. adaptation. I, I think the I think the easiest way, you know, you can always leave it like it is, or you can literally go. We'll just add the element of his personal videos in lieu of that. Ooh, that makes Mac, it easier. That makes Mac, it easier. Trying to get you to add. No, no. It just it'll keep all that. You know, configuration down the level. You just right. say, hey, well, let me augment it with something else, man. You know? <laughs> I'm just making it easy. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. All right, you guys. Uh, are you ready? We put our reset. It's time to do some news. I think we're moving along quickly. Got to say, well, shout out to the Facebook people, man. Got a Veronica Shakespeare. I see you out there. Meredith is out there. How you doing? Mac, of course, out there. All the folks that have been logging in, always Wendy Bautista sent over some really great stuff. Chester Jackson. Man, you know, we've got to acknowledge the whole Facebook community in expanding role here with Paxteria, right? Vic right. and I were just talking about that. Vic, what are the, what were the, the places that we're broadcasting to, just for you guys to be aware? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. The website, live stream, Vimeo, Ustream, live.me, and Big O Live. Right. That's and, the list of the outlets. Right. And the Big O Live and um, live.me are personal streams. So what we're going to always have here is platform streams, then our personal streams. Because sometimes people, you could switch between those. You can actually have your device, your desktop, your pad, whatever. And be able to get different views by being able to say which, which one is working for me. And then don't get stuck on one app. You have a problem with it. If you, of course, if you want to do Periscope, Twitter, big old lot, you guys got to have a profile, right? Now, if all you guys are hardcore and don't want to do that, well, that's on you. We say make a profile at all of them because we never say yeah. don't do a site. We say do that. and do, We say do all of them. Yeah, you got which to. Is, which is a whole different thing when we're saying do all of them. Right. Yeah, because, because then it's not an issue. It is. I mean, because on my on this side, I know a lot of times people are going to go, "Well, you're you're talking to this group back here." I said, "Yeah, but that's my personal streaming community." While at the same time, there is an augment of platforms with Facebook, Periscope, Twitter that Mario's controlling as well, and then we have our traditional live stream, UStream, and then of course there's going to be a migration from those platforms to something even better. That'll come soon. Mario will update you when it happens. It's We're about, working on it. I'm telling you, yeah, we got to Can you imagine us on Amazon Prime? At least That's what they're looking at. They're looking to specifically put Morning Coffee in all its segments. Right. And the Oracles. Right. All uh, of them. Specifically adding them. Those are the yeah. ones they gave us to set up. It's almost like, they, it's not like a request, but they 
indicate which ones like they meet. Yeah, they meet the standard of, and, and minimum requirement. And this is going to be at least some kind of connection to what call they call the, the ever changing platforms of indie platforms. Because I still I still consider many of those. Now they're not. They're big corporates. Netflix, Amazon. Yeah, they're corporate. We know that. But they're making room for that indie push because the web webisodes or the Internet community as a whole, you just can't express the creativity through one outlet. You can't be the can't be Hollywood, the film industry. They have to incorporate the change. And all of that is being spurred on by uh, their push and including alternative types of content. I mean, you get it every day when you when, when I talk to people about um, shows. It is amazing which shows you guys talk about. Mario, you always introduce shows. We have guests. And you say, have you seen this show? They're alternative shows. Usually going to get them from alternative places, not your traditional, you know, uh, stations. So, you know, the good thing about this is that there's room for everybody. I'm just saying, have more than one outlet that you can view us by. And sometimes, you know, you guys want to get greedy for all the ladies who actually want to see up close Mario. You just got to email him. He, he's he's tired of you guys really crowding his personal streams when he's trying to do his work. So he right. had to back down off right. of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be careful what you wish he for. He had to back down. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, look, it was getting too good. They were all up in his mix. Pretty soon he was forgetting which buttons to push. He was going, wait a minute. And he was talking. Wait is the third thing to go. <laughs> it was gone. It was gone, go. man. <laughs> All right, so you guys. So take this just on the way. I take a look, and we're showing you our listings now because it's interesting. Our filmography as listed on IMDb and what they're showing uh, as our shows in progress. So you can see, I Victor. I'm scripting Mario Hemsley, Mario's Magic Mixtape, Quiet Storm, Marijuana for Dummies, Morning Coffee, The Oracle Special, Victor's New New Sports, The Puppet Show, The Collab Project, Beast and the Booty, Victor Allen's Local Zone, Creature Label, Virtually Uncut. And I didn't see hot picks on that. And then hot picks, too. So you can see the shows are listed, and so celebrating that time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now, I say that, again, not to brag, but because we want you two guys out there in the community to start referring over talent that you know of that's really good. See, what I would tell my friends, because sometimes people would call you and tell you about some artist, something that, and sometimes they wouldn't have ever even heard of. Right. True. True. And I would go, how are you going to call me about something you haven't even heard? Right. Well, I was told this. Then listen to it before you call me. (laughs) (laughs) But the point being, we're looking for local talent. We love to support local talent. For so, for those of you who know folks, send us a video or audio clip. Send us stuff. Our emails are there on the site. Contact us and let us know because we're so willing to showcase. Some of that talent, we we and we're doing more and more in our local community efforts, which we've always done, which we've always done. So we're doing more of that, more and more of that too. Okay, it's time for me to reset and get ready for the news. Are you guys ready? 
Are you ready? So here we go. Those are Facebook. Well, that's slow. <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. You gotta reset that Facebook. <laughs> Stop streaming. Facebook, you'll get to reset, refresh your page. You can just switch that. Welcome back. Segment number two, news, marijuana for dummies. Yep. Segment <laughs> number two. Are you guys ready for some news? Ladies and gentlemen. It's the good news. The bad news. And the other shit. Amazing, amazing how the news works these days because no sooner than you decide on a topic, things change. You know, I think for me, the hottest topic of the time is how sexual harassment has now taken the forefront of the news. Sort of gives the president a little bit of a break. Just a little, but only a little because it comes around to be exactly pointed at him. It's amazing, though, to watch folks with that kind of power fall from grace. It is absolutely amazing. You never imagined. You still kind of wondered how it all occurred. I don't know enough of the back history on it, but I'm certainly going to do a little looking about it because the whole history of Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. and his brother. Right. And this long history and the pattern. The part that you, I have to admit, the, the part that's most enticing is who he harassed. And the big names who got harassed. That's the part right. that we find so fascinating. You know, and to hear that Sean Penn threatened him over Gwyneth Paltrow. Dogs of war, man. With the, told him, <laughs> I will basically kick your ass. If you don't. <laughs> hey, look. Look. Hey, I, I'm saying... I'm saying right now, I believe there's a certain group of individuals who are scurrying because they have history and they're praying that the people that they did these simple things to want to let it go. And they go all of a sudden they decide to come back and say there will be some names popping off. So right now in between you, you, you even read about the agreement Weinstein had in protection of. Oh, right. The they're going to make, so he, rule he, on that shit to make that yeah, illegal. Legal. The idea that he can actually go, I have this in... It may never have been. Legal. Oh, my God. I was going like this. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if this is happening, and you get to see all this happening, so there will be some other names popping up who have history, meaning that some who've probably, unfortunately, and I hope that's not the case, but it looks like it, going to have uh, some producers or others who are going to find that somebody's going to say... And now I can speak. And it won't just be Harvey. It'll be some, 
someone else. And it's going to trickle. And this is a it, this could change the landscape could totally change because it's retro. And th- the thing that I'm thinking about is the people who says, well, I stopped. I got married. Now I'm a different person. It's 10 years later. And I said, it's there's no immunity. No. And that's no. that's exactly the way I felt. Vic. Mm-hmm. You know, we at our age, we can reflect on the fact that there there's timing. There right. are causes that hit there's a, there'll be a variety of reasons right but it'll be the right time right for that cause to be celebrated yeah and i don't it's never i never know how you, but you observe it yeah right now mm-hmm. in terms of women right. remember and the, when i think back over the recent women protests right demonstrations that were international mm-hmm. to I now agree. this being an international woman's issue this is a woman's issue all over the world, right. and it appears to me that it feels like it's the time. Right. It is the time for this issue where the shit hits the fan. Right. No, and and hopefully, and hopefully, and I'm not saying it won't be, but you know, there's such a in the general public side, they they rather go watch the films, the movies, let it be. But then there's this certain other group who doesn't feel sorry for actors and actresses, just like they feel about sports. Somehow or another, in the psyche of a lot of people, not everybody, just those who go, well, you know what? If somebody says, hey, go be as successful as you can be. They didn't say go be as successful as you can be and only pick certain places we respect. So when you hear the sports and like this, it says, oh, well, you know what? They're overpaid athletes. And you go, oh, so they were successful. But they pick the area or the industry that you go like, well, not that one. I know. Go be a successful accountant. We need something a little bit more about crunching numbers. Then you got the actors and actresses who do what they call a wonderful gift to the community of allowing you to dream, have escapism, how they can portray something that relatively goes with some observation or experience that you may or may not have had. Oh, but then if something happens with them, the first thing you want to do, oh, yeah, you know, that's la la. <laughs> those, those actors, actresses, you know, this ain't hard work. I said, I understand. You have to find somewhere to go throw a rock at, right? I understand. So to me, the part that's happening here is that when I go look at some of the um, trending, when it comes to what has happened in Hollywood, it's amazing that more people would like to jump on the NFL thing than the actors and actresses and those who have been abused Molested. Well, they're going to do with it, and, that, and that's part of our own biases, and that's what we get to see. The issue that's going to come around, and that I'm looking for news for today, and there is essentially no news, is that the president is being subpoenaed. Okay? i got to say that again. The president is being subpoenaed right. over sexual harassment charges. Now, if you think back to Bill Clinton... <laughs> The president is being subpoenaed. Yes. News still to come on this, whether how this yes. gets handled. It all half the time you can end up going to the Supreme Court. Right. I believe it's the presidents are already there though for the subpoenas. But it's always a question of what you could do to a president who's sitting. So that's to be determined. But I just wanted to raise that because it's a cause that is its time. Yeah, and now it's going to hit the president too, mm-hmm. and it's this is not the Russia, right? Gotcha. <laughs> you know what? This it, it, is another item, indeed. Now, 
Vic alluded to the NFL, which now the NBA is coming up with theirs too. Mm-hmm. All about the kneeling. I wanted to share this story I found. Right. Well, it's not hard to find it because they keep coming across my desk. Right. This is about an Iowa, an Iowa uh, marching band, high school. <laughs> And Iowa is as close as crap. <laughs> did I not and tell you? The, the did, I mean, look, Iowa marching band walks off the field during the national anthem. In Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, you guys, what does that Iowa. Tell you? Right. What does that tell you? I, I'm asking y'all. <laughs> what, is, what does that tell you? Hey, look. Everybody has arguments, right? And everybody has. Remember to say when we first started on this journey about social media, they were talking about the graph and how you can have success in niche markets. There'll be a whole bunch of niche markets. What we didn't look at is that there are communities within communities within communities and communities. So at some point to me, if you know, there was a time where they said, hey, look. Um, let's see, the agricultural market was all of a sudden losing money. All of a sudden, if some precedent came up where they're siphoning off funds to support them because of the particular presidential platform, would they not sit back up here and make a stand in some kind of way to say, you're affecting our survival or affecting what we can do to grow or be successful? Aren't we in a time now where somebody says, you need to listen to our calls? And the demonstration of that cause can come in any form or fashion. So even if it's pro or against. So when you found the Iowa thing, what was the first thought that hit you? Apart from your own Well, the first thought that thought. hit me was, again, this is related to my age, is how wonderful a time we're living in. Mm-hmm. See, other people take these things differently. I said, no, I'm a child of the 60s. And I have a whole different perspective. And to see that white folks in old Iowa mm-hmm. actually care about issues that are essentially black mm-hmm. moves me to a degree Bleh. that I could never explain. Because I grew up in a time where everything black was either ignored or actively denigrated to your face. Yeah. So that's the way they did it. So to have that come up now, it doesn't make it. It's okay to me that there's not a rep- specific resolution. Is because you get to see where things are headed. Yeah, you see where the trends are, where things are going, and we're not going backward. We're going forward, and one of the ways in which we're going forward is for the first time in my lifetime. We're beginning as a country. What started to as a passion to make something original. What is that? That's called acknowledging as a country has grown Skynet. Skynet. Acknowledging as a country the wrongs that have been done to black folks, which were essentially not talked about it. You were just supposed to accept it, so what? Right. Yeah. For years that was the attitude. So now your grandchildren are gonna discuss it. The same oppressive a bunch of the folks who did dirt during my time, then they're still living. Right. Yeah, look. They're still living. I get to see this everyday change. Look, do you believe that when you look at what they call the voice of America, and I'm just saying, 
Do you believe that's within the political confines and the philosophy of the Congress, the U.S. Senate, <laughs> the House of Representatives? Do you believe that they speak for all peoples as it relates to them being political? And they can't help but to be political, to usher in their agenda. So whenever they're speaking, what is the highest order where you believe this represents America? Do you go to politics? Is politics your voice? Or is it really the community that you're in? And I, and I truly believe that a lot of people are going, we have a voice now. Uh, as opposed to listening to the left or the right. Yeah, I don't know because I'm always so aware that your, your immediate surroundings and community are so vastly different than other communities that all you have to do is take a little trip. Right. You'll think you're in another whole world. Yes, you Because we're in a very liberal yeah. community. Now, you could go take a little traveling. Right. Doesn't take that long on a plane, and you'll be in people who love community where they love Trump, <laughs> don't yeah. like black people particularly, right. and embrace the Bible. Right. <laughs> and anti-abortion and all this. You'll be in a whole different uh Thing that exists here in America, and that's part of the issue. Yeah, we are so different. It's hard. It is very hard to. I mean, I, I'm not sure if this is a different time. I think the same arguments are the same as it's been before. It's just repeated different. I think the difference is now that people can actually have a voice and a platform than watching. Now, imagine the only way you really got involved, say, in politics, is through. Two options, you know, one media and the media that's fed by the political philosophy of those who can afford to project their message through that va through that vacuum. Now you have an alternative where people now can self-empower themselves and recognize their community at the expense of the politicians who they're tired of seeing the same old song as it relates to enrichment for the richer and the poor keeps growing in numbers. At some point, it's easy to recognize. They says, well, our debt still is growing. The poor, the numbers are not reducing. But yet I want to, I, I have to hear them say such things as, it's Putin. And I'm going, no, 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 don't, please don't do this. The argument of putting it in your right hand so you can service your left hand. And I don't, don't take that literally. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything about that. I really think that the people are going, the bottom line is money, empowerment, to be able to get a greater, greater wage and to be able to be able to have an economic impact in your community. Once you do that, things tend to favorably find themselves moving towards a different direction. And people are so mad now that if you say the word liberal, oh, my God, don't say that. Well, <laughs> Yo, don't don't, don't, don't say right, that. Because it, they, they, was, they made that a bad word. Yeah. And they're attempting to do it to give you an argument to say this is bad. I said Follow the money. <laughs> forget the liberal. Forget the left. Forget the right. Where's the money going? And, and just ignore those words. And when you see where the money's going, you'll go, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So sometimes you have to turn it off. One thing I like about a lot of young people, they go like, I'm not watching the TV. <laughs> they're going to activate what they're getting in their community. At some point or another, they say, those conversations we see all the time, seems like there's no direct correlation that uplifts our community. We just hear you guys bitching and arguing over old, over 65-year-old motherfuckers sitting back here going off on the deep end. That's how I feel about it. I love America, 
But I'm, I really see them having this one or two position argument. And I go, just go look at the history. They're doing this so they can saturate you with what they think is the cause and effect. And I said, just go look at your community. Where's the money? Where's the money? Yeah. Where's the money? And that's why consumer journalism like this, like what we do, is to offer these dissenting opinions yeah. that make you think are so vital, so yeah. important to the, what the phenomenon of the day. Citizen journalism. That's what Pax Stereo represents. Victor and I weighing in on the issues of the day and being willing to take a stand. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen. Good news. Any other shit? Wow. You know, one of the things that we like to do is bring you music that's available to you for free that you can legally share with your friends because it's part of the Creative Commons movement. Remember that term, Creative Commons, a movement that was really launched so that artists can share their music with you directly and retain their rights for any commercial use. Creative Commons. Take a listen to this track, when you can go get it at dig.ccmixter.org. Search it out, but here is Where Do We Go? Okay, take a listen. Love, the we'll be right back. formula between two people with feelings, deep, charismatic, compelling, creating a union that is telling, shining a light, shedding a glow, feeling your soul. From love arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. As the love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fused unit produces a message that becomes a more powerful whole, even more powerful than the love in full. We go here.
Stop saying old. old man. You gotta say, won't you say young lady? <laughs> yeah, I'm just that suggesting. Some shit. <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna start some stuff if you keep saying old lady. Okay. Take your young lady and your young man. There you go, man. Take all your freaks to the movie. Y'all ready for some some information? Oh, here we go. Times are changing, but some things stay the same. Every day, maybe hit the snooze, turn on the local news, but nothing good comes from a one sided point of view. Marijuana for dummies, come for the info, stay for the reefer. You heard her. Come for the info. Stay for the reefer. <laughs> Miseducation, right? Uh, Miseducation. We are resisting. We officially are the resistors. We equal the resistance to the miseducation of marijuana. We stand proudly in the way of those efforts to miseducate you. Yes. And so it is. So welcome to Marijuana for Dummies, you guys. Wonderful news, fun news, interesting news. Well, first of all, the country of Uruguay, the first one to, as a country, to legally uh, to make marijuana legal as a country, 
have decided to produce mar- medical marijuana for export. It is now becoming an official export product. They're going to be exporting weed. And why are you smiling so much? Because <laughs> it legitimizes everything more to another level. Why are you level. smiling? You smile it. It is. It does legitimize. Is that an economic stimulus? Well, it is, it, it's proof of the growing acceptance of marijuana, and therefore its prevalence worldwide. Yeah. It's like it's another it's another iron in the fire. Yeah. In fact, Vic, what happened was that inspired me to kind of go look. Okay. Right. So I went to go look just to update myself. On a, so this so this article uh, was updated. It was originally on October twelfth, updated October sixteenth. Leslie Nickus, and this is at marijuana dot com, and so they had an article. Where in the U.S. is marijuana legal? Okay, so I went to take a look at what they said, and so in terms of first of all, they grouped it into different categories. First of all, recreational cannabis leaders, Colorado. Washington, Oregon, District of Columbia, Alaska, California, Massachusetts, Maine, and Nevada. Yes, he did. All of these. Okay. Okay. And, and some form or some evolving form. Right. Of purely recreational, recreational. not right. even medical. The speed of when it's happening. You know, you think about how fast they're adopting. This is about economics. Well, this is not why, about resistance. That's why you see the money, by, like they, you said right. about the money. The, right. It is considered right now, marijuana investments are the key new investment area. Yes. Just yes. like tech was mm-hmm. a while back. Yes, it is. Now marijuana investments. So in terms of recreational, so I named them once again, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, District of Columbia, Alaska, California, Massachusetts, Maine, and Nevada. Okay. Now, states that are adding, they either, well, have medical marijuana, uh, medical, medical, this is medical marijuana. Right, right. Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, Maryland, Minnesota, New York, Hawaii, Montana, Vermont, Rhode Island, New Mexico, Michigan, Arizona, New Jersey, Delaware, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Illinois, and North Dakota. Mm. I have a question. I like your perspective because you're keenly aware of moving environments. How long before Alabama? <laughs> or are they on there? Oh, no. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so the third list was the places where they're just decriminalizing it. Right. I understand. Okay, and in those places where that's not legalizing no, shit. No, no, they just say we're not going to... Decriminalize. Right. right now they're working on, these are the places that either have done it or are working on it, Mississippi, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Kentucky, Iowa, Missouri, Georgia, Wisconsin, Alabama, Indiana, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Texas, Tennessee, Utah, and Wyoming. There you oh, go. also Kansas and Nebraska. Okay. So there's a significant. Don't watch out. Don't go there. <laughs> don't. That's what I'm saying. Don't my, go my, to my, these states. Don't. Don't. Don't get happy. Mississippi, South Carolina, Kentucky, happy. Iowa, Missouri. Stay I'm away. Have to print this out. Because you know, we'll print this out right now. I'm printing this because because you know, ses- Sessions territory is Alabama, but his message is, you always say, watch the right hand with the left hand. 
he may not be for it, but anything that's coming his way says, okay, I'm not going to do this. The Let me say this the right way. He's going to go, you, you know how Rick Pitino got his money. He's going to take care of me. Sessions may not be all pro, you know, legalization, but the economics is going to be put in front of him where he can't ignore it. And my whole point is he's not just going to shake his hand and say yes and not have any type of connection where the stimulus also affects his greater philosophy. So that's why I was asking. So how long do you think before Alabama gets on board? And it's more. It, it, Depends how that money flows. Yes, you know, I always come down to that the same. That money is gonna be flowing, niggas. And uh, let me get some of that money. I'm only saying, honey, follow the money. All right, just follow the money. So that's some of the news in marijuana. I'm just printing that out. <laughs> oh, you you want to keep this? I'm right? printing. I mean, I'm printing because, it out because it'll be interesting to put a timeline. Yeah. Where South America takes a whole country. I'm printing and, that out. And yeah. they're already economically <laughs> set up. And you would think we would be a little bit more progressive in our union, so to speak. Be careful where you travel. Yeah, that's In today's true. world, you could actually travel places where they have weed. <laughs> so they're going to bring more of that to you, so think about that, okay? Right. Yeah. All right, straight review. It's amazing when I read some of these online publications that they are reviewing strains that I am actually familiar with. One of the strains recently that's been reviewed at Marijuana.com is the SFVOG. The SFVOG. Come to find out that that stands for San Fernando Valley. Hmm. I didn't know that. You know, they don't tell you all that when you're at the dispensary. You know, you've got this wall of weed. It's a wall of weed with weird names. Right. And And I just ask them, what's the best... Sativa in here, what's the best indica in here? And then what's the next best thing, third best thing overall? Third and fourth, and I'm buying some all of them. Okay, so okay. I usually get two of the whatever. So I get right. the top of the line Sativa, right. top of the line indica. And I deal. Now, but check this out, and usually the OGs are indicas. Okay, well it seems like, but this is really... Different. The SF, SFVOG is really what they're calling a sativa dominant hybrid. Okay? You know, it's a sativa, sativa dominant hybrid and it's related to the SFVOG Kush, which is an indica dominant hybrid. Now, what's the difference? Hybrids mean it's a combination of the two. Right. Ones that are sativa dominant are supposed to be more cerebral effects. Right. And indica ones more physical. Like I say, usually if you want something to pin you to the chair. <laughs> All right, I think I know where you're going. That's an indica. You see a stone like this thing, like, right. they're watching like Godzilla for the third time. Okay. And chair like that. That was probably an indica. Okay. okay. All right. Now, if they're having a little smoke and getting some work done, right. that's more likely to be a sativa. Or just hitting an indica. So the indicas hit you more physically. I tell you, when you get up in the morning and you're having that morning smoke, have a sativa generally, because a bunch of us, if we have an indica in the morning, we're going back to bed. Right. So I'm having some SFVOG here. I'm having some. Now, the only thing I can say 
It's kind of like fucking me up. <laughs> I don't care. What are you trying to say, man? I'm just saying it's a little heavy for me in the morning. They say it's a sativa dominant, right? Right. right. Okay, so like I had my regular smoke with coffee. Okay? Right. Like I do in setting up every every before the show I'm setting up stuff, you guys. I'm working, I have coffee, fruit, and I smoke a little bit. Right. Usually a sativa. Well, what I'm saying is this is a little hard hitting. Yeah. By that I mean I'm more stoned than I'm used to being. Right. Right. It's, so from smoking this SSVOG. So even though they call it a sativa dominant hybrid, as a hybrid to me, it's hidden. Okay, it's hidden a little bit. It's hidden a little bit. Will they be able? Because yeah, I don't know anything, man. Will they be able to take those terms? And have relative information like you get when you get it asked. Damn, that's such a good question. You, yeah. They're working on it for the right. first time. And let me tell you what's so funny. The biggest news is that the latest research, and again, you don't have to take it as meaning anything significant yet, was that they're trying to look at sativas and indicas. Right. And they're not chemically finding differences. Right. They, so they can't account for, so far, the differences that you hear people expressing, the smokers. Right. And I can tell you as a smoker that different weed feels different, okay? Right. They can't account for that based on the studies they're doing. And that, and to me, it has to do with the thousands, hundreds of thousands of metabolites of THC in the same plant. And it's that different combination. It's just like what makes tobacco different right. or any plant different. Whatever amount of this chemical they make different, then this apple tastes different. This orange tastes different. Right. They're having trouble measuring what it is in the weed so that they can't chemically say this is a sativa or this is an indica. That's what they just published. Gotcha. But that just tells me they don't know what they haven't found what it is to measure that is the variable that makes them different. There's no question that different strains of marijuana have a different effect. Right. There's no question. Absolutely. Some put you to sleep. They will put you to sleep. And for people who want to go to sleep, just say you have a sleep issue and you try to get to sleep good, so there's stuff you could take at bedtime and you will sleep. Right. There's also stuff that has more calming, like I told you, you know me, I like to work and smoke. So right. I don't want to be too sedated. I want to actually make a pot of coffee right. and go to work for some hours doing stuff. So again, it's what you're doing. So the, this is, so your question was very good. More science to come, Vic. More science, but at least some of the early studies, they can't tell what's different scientifically. Right. Account for the differences right now. So, now that they're finally looking. So they just really started looking at this stuff. Right. So the experiences that you're espousing and others are personal, individual. Anecdotal. Anecdotal reports. Right. Even though, well, and, and always things like this, right? That's like saying what makes a wine better, right? Right. Now you're dealing with quality that can't be measured as a specific chemical characteristics right like, but, but you're saying this wine tastes better right to whose tongue but experts come together right 
in a way and so the marijuana evaluation would be similar in scope and that you have the opinions of people who are smoking it right who say this Makes is the sense. effect even Makes though sense. it's reported enough that so people who are cultivating it are going for those qualities yeah they just got to they they're, they're going to have to come up with a baseline of something to say, even when you get wine, you go, here's by alcohol content, they'll say 6% volume. Yeah, well, they do now on a bunch right. of them for like the chocolates. I, I had the Kiva. Right. The Kiva, that's the one where I had too much at the <laughs> concert. Right. I ate too much chocolate. And the Kiva has it on there in milligrams. I just don't trust how accurate it is, but it's somewhere to start, right? Right. And at least you know relative to other products by the same person. Let's just say... This, maybe it's not accurate, but when they say 45 milligrams and then another 100 milligrams, another 25, at least within the same manufacturer, if you could have some consistency of methodology, right. at least that would help you choose that this one is stronger or this one is less. At least that. It may not be accurate on a milligram basis. Right. I understand. Okay. I love it. So marijuana for dummies, that's the strain over you. you I, by the way, I like the SFV OG. Okay. Okay, I like it. Okay, but I would tend to treat it like an an indica. In other words, in more in the eat, I don't. This is a little heavy in the morning to me. If people are not smoking, you mean yeah? Because sometimes a lot of people who smoke are not trying to be stoned. You know, we're not trying to be like plastic. We you know we like a nice relaxing buzz, and then we have things to do. Right. And so this one is a little heavy to me. You okay. Know, I was saying I had a good night's rest. I'm pretty sure it is the weed. Okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Times are a changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze. All right, more free music for you. This time, a song by Love Shadow again, featuring Snowflake, though, on vocals. Here's Too Young. Mm. Remember that one? Yes, I do. I remember. We'll be right back. You're too young. Yeah. 
all the time that's Love Shadow featuring Snowflake on vocals too young wow wonderful indeed wonderful mm-hmm. okay gotta reset get ready to come up with the third segment yes sir of the day you know I give myself 60 seconds to pull it off ladies and gentlemen those at Facebook you're gonna need to refresh your page in just a minute I'm gonna be stopping the broadcast broadcast now Stopping it to Facebook so we can reset it for the sports. Say hi to some of the folks out there supporting us. Man, everything's coming through. All right, we got to say hi to some of the folks that are supporting us. Uh, Diana, Haglu, Charlotte Schlosser. What's happening, Charlotte? Cassie Ganey. Oh, they're all there. I'm just double-checking to make sure this Facebook thing is okay. Hey, man, it's a little twitchy today. Um, I had to reboot uh, my system just now because I, it may be a browser issue on my end. I'm not sure with everybody else. I know my streams are doing fine, but as far as my the platform, it may be our network, man. You, you know how Well, the sports is there, so all yeah. that is good. Yeah, that's cool. So we're just keeping track. You know, it's very, okay, first of all, it's ambitious. I read off where we were broadcasting to, right? Right. I read off to the big... Mm-hmm. We were broadcasting mm-hmm. all those places. Right. Periscope, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. And have to monitor at the same time uh, to make sure that there's not a disappearing act. Um, so I'm over at my Periscope community while I'm checking out my Facebook community at the same time just to see if it's got flow. And from what I see behind me, uh, people may, may be moving over to your Facebook. So the good thing about what I like about this is you get to jump and everything. Then I get to see people when they're actually going, hey, thumbs up, and then some of them going thumbs down. Yes, I like to report the thumbs down as well. I'm real. Not everybody's supposed to like you, and sometimes people want a little bit something else. So those uh, non-sports enthusiasts, they're probably going to rush out, head outside, go to the refrigerator, and then come back. For those who actually go, we don't want to see any beautiful women that you're going to have on your next segment, they're going to rush out. Go cut the grass, cut the lawn, do stuff like that. So we keep flowing. We're going to keep flowing, man. We keep flowing. Yeah. Right. And so this is segment three right. of the show, the four-part segments. This is the new, new sports segment. So are y'all ready for some sports? Maybe. That's right. Victor Adler's new, new sports written 
produced by Victor Allen, the bald-headed black man. Rub his head and make a wish. The ladies have nicknamed him Sexual Chocolate. Here we are. We hope that you dressed appropriately. Sports bras and jock straps for everyone. Join us. Back in sports, people. Yeah. Sports. long applause and I think that the thing that I trip off they know only two people who's in here so should we just tell the truth about the applause well it's fake yeah. all applause yeah. is fake yeah I mean we can't get that many all applause is fake okay, you guys just, just want to let everybody know that's self-fulfilling right now hey man do, do you know what the most popular month of the year is for sports dude no October October yeah I was going to guess. Yeah. Well, they say that because of the World Series, right? I mean, I just know because they have people who are Nick, Reggie Jackson, right? Right. Mr. October. Well, you know, you hit part of it, but do you know that the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey, soccer, they're all in this one month playing. So it's the most popular month because all the sports, whether it's preseason or not, are in this month. If you move into November, you, you have to drop baseball. If you go backwards to September, uh, you're not getting necessarily hockey or, say, maybe some preseason or NBA. So this is the month, man. So everybody gets a lot of choices. Now, what that means for me is I have to, I'm, I'm not going to report on all of it. I am going to be bringing the soccer, though. I am. What I'm doing is practicing on the vernacular, the enunciation, so I don't kill everybody's name. So I found a trick that I'm going to do. It's called nicknames. Find the nicknames and it'll work for you. Um, check it out. Mario, yesterday I was sitting, chilling with you, and I know a lot of times we was talking with Meredith, Meredith Bill, Lasting Value. You said something about baseball that uh, you wasn't really following the Dodgers too closely, homie. What's up? It got to be, you know... <laughs> First of all, I have a problem with baseball ever since Divorce Father Day. See, that's my rough. father had me join had the baseball little league baseball team. Okay, so I've had a problem with baseball since that time, Dave. Oh, so it's, you got some, an issue? Yeah, I have an issue with baseball. I ended up being a more football basketball person. Well, there's a helmet for you, man. There's, there, there there's you a helmet. Go. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. Check it out. You know, hey, look, I got to do the local stuff because I know a lot of times people say you don't even really concentrate on the L.A. teams. But then if I do, it's a bias. But I can't ignore it if the Dodgers are undefeated. And I can't ignore it that that there's a time of hurt. Now, I put in welcome back the hurt hotel. You know, there's different types of hurt. There's the hurt where you enroll because of injury. And we had hurt last week. The psycho kind. But the herd is the L.A. Dodgers as it relates to them first being undefeated. And Justin Turner, walk off, home run, ninth inning, in the game, go up 2-0 against the world champion Chicago Cubs. Not mad. And I'm not just trying to sit back and say, hey, look, you know, I'm ride or die that those Dodgers. No, the team, the team is my team. What I have to try to figure out is. When will you, Mario, follow the Dodgers when they're in the World Series? In the World Series. That's, that's when you're going to follow them. Yeah. That's what I figured. So, it's going to be in the World Series. Anything less than that, you ain't doing it. 
Yeah, pretty much no. They may not even get me World Series. <laughs> okay. Against New York. Okay. Okay, I'll know if I, that'll be, okay, this will be a chance hey. for me to re-examine my relationship with baseball. Right. If the Dodgers go, I will now take that moment right. to re-examine my issues with baseball stemming from that little league back on Divorce Father Day. Right. And now coming to now, I'll, I'll attack that, Vic. And maybe I'll move forward, Vic. Maybe I'll move forward. No. In time. Nigga can work. Let me just go on and just go to the next graphic here because that sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> anyway, hey, look, we're in that age now of the bearded one. Everybody's the bearded one. You know, the bearded I, th- clan. I feel like I'm a minority. I have what I call fuzz, but it's now you, you wear the beard, you wear the beard. And I have to sit back and go, it must be something in the air because even though Justin Turner delivered, and he is kind of leading the league as it relates to RBIs, hits. Uh, and then, of course, I think tied for home runs in the playoffs. He delivered the home run the same way Kirk Gibson did on the this that day, yesterday. Are you saying it's the beard? Yeah, I'm just, see. The beard. I'm clean. not trying to go there, man. I'm just saying. A la Kirk Gibson. He even thought of this. They asked him. They said, did you think about when you was going around that you was going to do the pump? You remember the Kirk Gibson pump? He wanted to go there. Now, here's my question. Would it have been better if he did, or is it better just to be who he is? It's better just to be who he is. I say say give it to Kirk. You know, do the pump. That way, what happens is it's lasting. No one's going to remember. Oh, yes, they will. If they do a double window. And they show him coming around the second base and they're doing this, 1988 to 2007. Oh, man, it's all day, man. You got to remind people, right? 1988. Okay. All right. So here it is. You have nothing against Chicago. Look, Chicago, straight out. I have to give it to you. I had to look. Look, everybody knows that their, their bullpen is not that strong. Dodgers, excellent bullpen. That was the difference in yesterday. Now they go back to Chicago. Here's my question. Since the Dodgers are undefeated, this is my opinion right now. Do they go up 3-0 and it's over? Or if Chicago wins game three, now it's basically almost even. Dodgers undefeated now. Do you see? Because you're not, remember now, just being up 2-0, do you think the Dodgers already got it? Or do you think that they... I don't think it's a given, but you know, they definitely have a chance. Yeah, they have a chance, but they don't... See, the thing about uh, baseball is that you got to have a a bullpen. That's their weakness. So it doesn't matter if the starters are doing it. It's that pin. pin You know what? Here we go again. That's the bulls and the pin. I'm just saying, man. I say, I want to have a pig pin. I'm just saying... I'm just saying, if you had to make a bet right now, bet, Dodgers win. I bet the Dodgers win. Game three. I bet you, yes. Where is it going to be played? Chicago. Boy, that gives them extra incentive. But, you know, Chicago, they have a way of accepting loss. But they're the world champions, though, man. Former world champions. Well, still world champions until they give it up. Right. No, no. Wait a minute. Let me say this. Props to Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I like him. He delivered. Yeah, I do. He delivered. But he still has a bear. (laughs) Okay. Who do you like better? And I'm just going to do this and I'm going to keep going here. 
Bears or L.A. Chargers? Who you like? L.A. Chargers. You better get it right because you got community around here, man. I think about it, but I think they You got community around here. No, there's a bunch of things they beat them on. Okay. All right. Well, let me do this, man, because I do believe the ideal championship may or may not be what we hope it to be. Because we know the Houston Astros are up on the New York Yankees 2-0, the same way the Dodgers up on the Cubs. Now, Houston is the favorite. Yankees are the underdog. When's the last time we actually had the Yankees as underdogs? This is one of those rare times. Do you cheer, Mario? For Enjoy the, it. Do you, do you cheer yes. for the Yankees? So you're going to cheer Yorkers for the Yankees. The Yorkers were being assholes yeah. in art form. So you cheering for them? I'm, boot, I'm boot rooting you mean, against... Uh, Are they going against Houston? No, Houston's I'm favorite? Not. I'm still rooting for Houston. I don't care if they don't make the, if they do make the match, all right, but I'm not going to root for <laughs> You're them. You're not rooting for them under no. any circumstance, right? No, I want New Yorkers, listen, this is, goes a long way back. Pain and... With other, game, other sports, too. All right. So they're the arch enemy of L.A. You know, they actually hate L.A. That's why y'all want to play them. Right. Y'all want to play them because you want a chance to get them. Right. You want a chance to get those New Yorkers. I got something else to say to you, New Yorkers. We don't even like your pizza. Who are you talking about? <laughs> that old thin slice cheese pizza. They think it's so damn good. I'm going like, yo, this is like it, huh? Really? Really? Who are you talking really? about? Really? They're like, how did he have soda? I said, I've been soda your pizza to New York. Man. That. Man. We go from sports. The thing okay. I like about New York is my relatives who are wonderful. They are wonderful and charming and just the best ever. Okay. All right. You got your exhale out. We'll let you go with that. All right. This is where I was going to get to. You got different outcomes for um, the championship. Which two teams would you like to see if you had an interest between Chicago LA and New York? So you already said it. I'm not going to oh, root wow. for no, New no, York no, 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 to get there. No, no, no. no so, you, yeah. so you actually, so wait a minute. Guess I what would you, rather see that. So you must have to root for New York. No, I don't have to. <laughs> I can just say I'll take what occurred. No, no, no. No, see, if you use this calculation, you're supposed to say <laughs> which two no teams. Yes, it is. This is what I would prefer if it works out that way, but no, I'm not wait rooting for them. Wait a minute. He's, he's no. going to put New York in I'll there. I'll just take whatever happens. <laughs> Right. All right. I'm comfortable. Let it it be. The cards fall as they may. All right. For those of you who may, I said L.A. versus New York. This is in the World Series. L.A. versus Houston. Houston versus Chicago. Chicago versus New York. Which one do you think will be the least interested uh, combination of teams? If you had to say, oh, this will be the worst of the best. They're, They're all good hookups. But if you had to go... Here's L.A. versus New York because of the market, East Coast, West Coast. Which one would be the one? I can tell you the one. Either one without L.A. and New York would, to me, be Houston versus Chicago. That's probably the one. Okay. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that's, that's what I want. And that's, that's really not what I'm saying. Houston is so decimated from flood stuff. It's just... They, at the same time, they need something to uplift them. Yeah, yeah. And this is a good time because the economics uh, of it helps them. So now you're in a place where you go, they are going to go and represent possibly the uh, the American League on the side of the World Series. So you end up going, do you want to hate against Houston? No, you don't. But if they go up against L.A., Mario, uh, who are you choosing? Houston or L.A.? Now remember, well, I choose L.A. Choose L.A.? Okay. 
All right. Well, we used to. I'm sorry y'all had the flood, but yeah, got to go, right? Okay, no, I'm I'm not mad at you. I feel the same way. I mean, look, that's the way it is. All right, switching over to my sport because somebody hit their sweet spot. And I'm saying this because it's it's amazing how you could go from one place to the other. And Adrian Peterson's, and I, excuse me, I have a misspell on his name, left out the S, rushing, sweet spot. He did 138 yards at 26 carries, over five yards per carry. And they, he delivered. Now, my question is, change of environment, change of philosophy. Everybody said this may work with Arizona because they are run down the hill team. Whereas if you're with Breeze in New Orleans, it's more of a passing team. So will we see AP, the same old AP, or was this just only against Tampa Bay? Yet to be seen, but it certainly is promising. And I'm going to root for him. Root he for has him? a history of doing the extraordinary. Yeah, he does. At some point in time, that has to run out. But he has a history of doing the extraordinary. And I, I thought it was wonderful. I think it is a combination of a change and the right place. Right. I don't understand, to me personally, why did New Orleans trade for him anyway? I, I, why I, did you even do that? For what? See, this represents to me either a disconnect between the front office and the coach mm-hmm. or whatever. But obviously, it was a bad choice for them. I believe sometimes the analytics get in the way. It is, it to, probably, me the, it was, to me, if they knew that they were going to do that, then that he was going to be a problem was predictable. So, they, they, so again, I hold them accountable. Well, yeah, I do I too. I hold New Orleans totally accountable well, for this. But Bad see, leadership. And this is one of those cases where the focus, most of the time we look at leadership, look at the coaches, we look at the ownership, and we sit there and say, we side with them many times and say, look, come on, bad actor, bad actor, athlete, get it right, appreciate what you're doing. But it is true. Philosophically, there are teams that are doing things because they say, hey, he's going to be effective. But there are analytics that says, look, this is the numbers we can punch in. If we can get this out of him, we don't care what he wants, where he's best at for our platform. He goes from New Orleans. He comes into Arizona. Arizona has a quarterback. He may not be Breeze. That's Carson Palmer. He's also second or third in the league behind Brady in total yardage. But they still were playing 500 ball. He gets on that team. They're running down win. It's one of those things where you go, the players sometimes don't have the choice of going to, say, an Arizona. He goes to the team that says, hey, this is what we're going to do. I just think it became one of these things. This is my personal opinion. I have no inside information at all. And I never do. You change the philosophy. When you, go, you take an AP to a team to get the most out of him, as they did with Minnesota. Drew Brees can't be Drew, Drew Brees. It's not going to be the same. The marriage is not the same. I mean, literally, they're not a good running team. And, and, and Drew Brees is breaking records. I said, you, you think it's going, they're going to turn into a downhill running game? No. But, and, but I, they could have. They, okay. See, I differ in the sense that they needed a running attack. Yes, they did. They could have made the adjustments necessary to have a running attack. Yeah. Keeping all that in mind, Drew Brees, there's certainly ways to take an offense and utilize all of that. Right. And if your challenge as an offensive coordinator is to marry 
great running talent and great passing talent, yeah. God bless you. Right. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Yeah. Do a better job. Oh, yeah. They, philosophically, do a better job. you're doing a change. You're affecting somebody. I mean, no one has come into New Orleans and been able to make. When you think New Orleans, you think passing attack. There's never been a year that I think of New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, that just means your front yeah. office. See, I go, I'm one of those people that I dismiss tradition and right. those kind of things. Right. There's no reason you have to embrace that tradition Absolutely. at all. Because I, I would be coming in with the attitude of totally breaking that tradition. I don't care what you've been used to right. for 20 years. That's not what we're going to do anymore. Right. No, I understand. I'm with you right yeah. there. I mean, sometimes you, it, 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 look, the, the Saints are winning. And, and right now I'm finding out it's about matchups. And before the matchups, it's injuries. And before we even go there, let's find out the most, the most famous injury, Aaron Rodgers is broken. And when I say he's broken, he broke. <laughs> he broke right now. Now, I'm not saying it's a sign of the times. I'm just saying that the first thing that we all look to- towards is, okay, we'll get that paid quarterback, backup, step him up, put him in there, and be Aaron Rodgers. What's the likelihood of that could happening? About that much. <laughs> no, no. I'll give you this one. It's about that much. Now, the guy, Brett Hundley, UCLA, quarterback, he's good, but it's over, man. This year. It's over. Now, you may find and says, look, just step up and go to the board, Mario, like you say. Just do your job. But Belichick will get you. You know, Tony Dungy said he rated them as the number one team in the NFC. I didn't agree with that either. Right. I thought they, for the exact reason that he's out, to me, is the problem that they had fundamentally for years. Right. The lack of pass protection. Yes. Somewhat better on the run, but lack of pass protection. So, therefore, here he goes out. So, you know, uh, bad... Leadership, once again, they've had the same problems for years, at which time I hold you accountable. That's just my rule. If you've right. had the same problem for three years, I hold you accountable for that. And I they, right. And they, and they have been. This, this is a, a unbelievable. It's not an excuse. But they, the, why I say it's a sign of the times is not because they can't sit back and have better leadership. They're decimated by injuries. So not only was Aaron Rodgers able to everybody knows Green Bay is Aaron Rodgers. So as he goes, he keeps them afloat even with injuries. Now put a backup quarterback. Take the injuries and add those up. The likelihood that you're going to get this team to deliver in the playoffs is highly unlikely. Now that doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means how much faith do you have in the team because he can come back, but they're saying because it's so late in the season right now, by the time he comes back, the playoffs are underway and he won't be able to get here in time. So they got to make the playoffs. So here's my question. Green Bay makes the playoffs, man? Yeah. Oh, you're optimistic. I think they can still make the playoffs. They're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like the Raiders last year. Once the quarterback yeah, got injured, I mean, they, could, they could. They should still be able to compete, for example, Okay, compared to who are we talking about? Dallas. The Eagles will beat them. Oh yeah, but they'll be able to compete with Dallas. Yeah, but they, how yeah. about Arizona? I, I I'm saying right now. Let's just say Arizona will probably beat them. Now, yes. Yeah. Right now, based on yes. the way Arizona looks Absolutely. today. Yes. With Adrian Peterson, you, you can't. 
that so who else are we talking about? The Rams. They um, can play the Rams, Rams easily, are, even with the Yeah, you know, but no, but the Rams are gonna get them because they're they're the number one offense. They ever play. Yeah, but I'm just saying so they could shore up with, with their strong points. The defense was supposedly looking much stronger than they anticipated. And so maybe that'll be the strong point, right? Well, see, this is where they said like yesterday, when they played when they played Minnesota and they gave up 23 points. Green Bay only scored 10. Well, the reason why he scored 10 is because it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. And, and so it, here's a team that's going, your defense may do a little bit, but you won't have any offense. So to me, the teams that's scoring proficiently will be their challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know it's, sure. it's, it's, shoot, you know, it's the way it goes. They All right. challenges on every level. So but they, they, they can at least be representative and respectable, even though the same problems that, Plagued yeah. Aaron Rodgers are going to play plague Brett Hundley. Yes, sir. And look, you guys, Atlanta, I would cover you guys, but get a wake up call because you guys are about to go against New England next Sunday. So, you know, you lost. That may be because you guys maybe just hit a, a fork in the road, not motivated, but get ready for it because everybody's looking forward to New England and the rematch. I'm not sure. If it's going to be the rematch at the level you guys are, I think both sides are dealing with underperforming uh, performances. Both sides, both sides, especially New England, they're they're dealing with a few injuries, but they're they're secondary and their that experience is is just not there yet. So it's going to take them a while, but they still at five hundred, still leading their division after the defeat of the New York Jets. All right, I want to go over to this philosophy I have called upsets and the top-ranked NCAA football teams. That, for right offhand, I don't mind when teams are are ranked, and then all of a sudden they get upset. You get some periodic upsets. You know, now and then you get a couple here and there. But when you have amassed as many upsets as they were yesterday, and I'll roll off some of them, there's one thing that was in common to all of them. Let me see. I'm going to have this wild theory and see if Mario agrees. Here's a list of the top teams that were defeated. Clemson number two by Syracuse. Syracuse was unranked. <laughs> okay, next. Number eight, Washington, defeated by California. California was unranked. Number five, Washington, defeated by Arizona State. They were unranked. Number 19, San Diego State, defeated by Boise State. They were unranked. 24, Texas Tech, defeated by West Virginia, who was unranked. Number 10, Auburn, defeated by LSU, who was unranked. Number 25, defeated by Memphis unranked. Okay, this is my suggestion. <laughs> because, you do how you rank <laughs> Right, look, I'm, when you go, I don't mind having somebody defeat somebody and they go, well, number 19 def- defeated number 10. Here's my goal, because I know the money's all in here. From now on, can we just do this? Here's the team that's ranked. And they always say, and I believe this, Mario, you believe the same thing. Matchups determine everything. So let's say number two, Clemson, is defeated by Syracuse. They're going to think I'm an idiot for saying this. I believe that if you want to put more on the line, I really don't want to see Clemson, because they lost against Syracuse that day, still rated over Syracuse. I want to see swap outs. So to me, to make it more interesting, it makes the playing field more wilder and crazier. Somebody's going to say, that's not, that don't make any sense. So as far as I'm concerned, when they re-rank the teams, you put the team that defeated the team that was ranked in that position. 
they're probably going to lose the next following week. But what you get is what that to me, what you get, because I don't understand when a team is like number two and the team that beat them is still ranked below them. Try to make sense of it. Well, the the, the way you make sense of it is because you have human beings voting. That's correct. That's why the ranking is done. That it's not done. That's right. Any rule thing. So and people vote. For their own personal right. reasons. Right. And the analytics is there and the Before I, when coaches I thought, are there. I thought Clemson dropped dramatically. Right. And see, Syracuse, I don't know if Syracuse moved up at all. No, the, it, here's the hard part. When they go look at their record, they'll say strength of schedule and everything. I said, I think what happens here, and this is the reason why I'm saying this, these teams and matchups, when you get ranked teams, they already said the coaches poll is this. They're at late at night. The the, the teams that's kind of like west of the Mississippi. <laughs> they, they, they said they don't even stay up late at night to watch them. So they're yeah, just putting that's a known, that's a known right. Issue. So they're they're putting what they call a number by default. So I said, okay, make it more risky now. Force them to have to sit back and say, let me look carefully. I said, I bet you any money if that team all of a sudden Syracuse goes, guess who they're going against? They're going against this team number two ranked. Make the rule that if you defeat this tomb, you swap out the positions. Oh, they won't like that. I'm going to say, oh, hell no. I said, but now you put more preference on going, making it more, more probably important on both sides. Undefeated teams will step up more. The, the teams that's going to play them will say, we can't lose this position. Because this, this right now, all these unranked teams, this, is, this doesn't make sense. None of them are ranked. So this whole philosophy of how they rank teams is all about that money. The right. big teams, you could money. you easily remove the human factor just by defining a, a bunch of variables and letting a computer do it. Right, but they won't Based do on, that. You, the human factor still is in there because you would have to give each team kind of like a weight right. of how strong they were. But after that, it could calculate more accurately. Right. Those kinds of things. Right. So if a team like Syracuse is rated 80th. They'll definitely go up after an upset. Right. Right. But they won't go up to the top 25. And and I'm not sure that they should because there's a fluke factor in there. Right. That I also so, But I certainly would be more willing to see a computerized algorithm deciding that kind of thing. And that's where I said there's got to be something in there where they say the matchups. They haven't been able to determine a value of matchups because the ranking doesn't come into play right there. Syracuse goes, we match well with Clemson. Where does that calculation come in? And since it's not really used, they just say, well, they'll use the excuse Clemson took advantage, was taking a day off. They weren't hyped. They'll use every motivation. I said, well, isn't that for all teams to step up and play? Exactly. All right, you guys, that's it for my new new sports. I'm out of here. Got to go on to the next segment. It's been a day of days. Enjoyed it. That's right. Victor Allen's new new sports. Written and directed by the ball-headed black man. Rub his head and make a wish. It's a recurring segment of the Morning Coffee with Mario Show. Every Monday, be there. Be square. Dress appropriately. Doc Straps and sports bras. Man, y'all get Show up! Peace! Oh, not yet. Not yet. We have to reset the broadcast machine. Going too fast there, Holmes. We got to reset that broadcast machine.
And also for the, those my Periscope dropped out, I'm reinitializing it again. I uh, believe that it actually done it twice, so I have to apologize. So bear with me in about 30 seconds, 40 seconds. I'm stopping Facebook. It'll kick back in. Segment number four, the final segment with hot takes. That's right. Go to that special drawer. You know that secret drawer next to the bed. Get that family pass around pack of Vaseline. That's just wrong. Hot takes. That's just wrong. You guys, here's the last segment of the day before we sit out here and get in that 94 degree heat, man. I'm just burning up. Uh, last week, I did a special, um, it was a part one special recognizing 
stunt women doubles in the industry. And uh, really, they're, they're a combination. There are some that are stunt only, stunts only. Some are a combination of stunts and doubles, doubling actresses. And then there are some who are literally just now going into the field of acting. So what I want to do is my part two on this. And my part two was to start you off and give you an idea that these women are more than what meets the eye. So to give you an idea, um, I'm going to start off, and that's just my holding feature right there because I thought that was just a great shot of this woman. We'll come back to her later. I want to start off with a, uh, a recognition of an individual who basically is not usually stunting for anyone specific, but she's just more stunts and I want to isolate her and because her first name sticks out quite a bit because remind Mario of some journeys there's a young lady here I'm gonna move up the screen I'm gonna come back to this one I'm gonna go to the next graphic there's a young lady named Carm Carmel Macklin stunt woman actress and the reason why I isolated her because she's not necessarily a sign that I have found to be a a a person who's stunting for a lead actress, period. She just does a, a variety of stunts. She has done I Am Legend, Tower Heist, WCW Thunder. That means she's in the world wrestling, or what you would call the world wrestling, my super ex-girlfriend and more. After graduating with a psychology degree from Temple University, she began touring and doing videos as a backup dancer for various R&B and hip-hop artists. Strange way to get to this field. She then went on to become a Nitro Girl dancer for World Championship Wrestling and also began to wrestle professionally under the name of Miss Jones. Now, just, just trip this up. You actually are going to, you actually end up some kind of way with your psychology degree as a backup dancer on R&B hip-hop artists. Somehow that moves you over to a wrestling dancer and then you become a wrestler. And then now you're a stunt woman. Mario, is that the type of woman that is all world for you, man? She's all world. <laughs> She's all world for you, all man. All world. <laughs> yeah. Does she look like a wrestler? No. Well, I can see how she wrestles. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she looks like a wrestler. <laughs> You're way rich. She looks like she could wrestle. <laughs> How's that? You know, that's just wrong, man. If I never told you and just put her as a regular hot picture, you wouldn't be able to guess that she's. Still. I know she was an athlete. That's the good part. That's a compliment to her. Yes. That's a compliment. I just want to do a special recognition for that individual. And now I can get on to what I call this the segment where we go, here's the actress and here's the person who's actually doubled or stunted for that particular lead actress. So we're going to go right up to the next individual here. You guys have probably heard of her. I hope I don't kill her name. It's Nazanin Banyadi. And if you know anything about Nazanin, she, she co-starred as a CIA analyst, Farah Shirazi, on this on seasons three and four of Emmy and Gold Glo Golden Globe award-winning drama Homeland. Uh, she also shared a 2015 SAG Award nomination in the Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a drama series called Beyond. Banyadi appeared in the 2016 MGM Paramount remake of Ben Hur. Uh, she also has done other roles. This is and worked with Morgan Freeman, Jack Houston, and Toby Cabell. This is the person who basically is familiar to those who've watched those particular shows. And if you know her name, but what you probably don't know is the person who stunted for her or acted as a double. And let's go to her right offhand because her name is Christina Basket. Now, Christina, you want to hear this resume? Check this out. 
CSI, Olympus Has Fallen, Bones, House of Secrets, Divergent, Glee, Scandal, Castle, Jason Bourne, Criminal Minds, Game of Thrones, Teen Wolf, Snowfall, Modern Families, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Stunt Double for Nazanin. Now, Mario, who do you think is banging harder as it relates to resume? What she has to do? A harder feel physically? Who's more impressive right now, Nazanin or Christina? <laughs> Be careful now. Be careful. I like Nazanin. You like Nazanin? What about the resume? Resume is wonderful. <laughs> that's not. That's not it, right? That's not it. Yes, that's wrong, man. Let me tell you something. That's good that you can be more physical. Hey, look, more of an athlete. You know, and let me let me say this: what I didn't show you guys, she's a gymnast. That's where she came from. So part of this is, is this woman, her credits, that's, that's not even half her credits. I just didn't want to spend a lot of time doing it. I just want to let you know that how people migrate into another field and stunts is very physical. So I'm impressed with, impressed with her. And not, she is impressive. She's, man, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, to go into this field when you're starting off a different direction, how they get there and everybody knows stunts have to take on the more dangerous work so the lead actresses can be safe exactly. safe zone so you know and mario wouldn't pick the safe zone all right we're gonna go to the next <laughs> all right now okay this particular woman it's very simple scarlett johansson i love her <laughs> see i knew i knew he's gonna do that picture, <laughs> no way it's a great picture that's a photo shoot as for a cover magazine, that don't say crazy. That's that's big time, man. Now let me just give you some background for those who don't know. She received a nomination for the Chicago Film Critics Association Award for Most Promising Actress for the film um, uh, My Brother the Pig, 1999, and in the music video for Mandy Moore's single Candy. Although the film was not a box office success, she received praise for her breakout role in Ghost World 2001. Credited with sensitivity and talent. That believe that the belie her age. She was also featured in the Coen Brothers dark drama, The Man Who Wasn't There, 2001, opposite Billy Bob Thornton and Francis McDormand. So we know she's got skills. And he's done a bunch of stuff since then. Yes, yes. I'm only giving you the reason why I'm only giving you this is because I think everybody knows about the films when it comes to superheroes and everything. But I always like to go where they started. I'm yeah, doing it. She got all the superhero films and her. Oh yeah. No, she's got them all. But see what I needed to do because I, I didn't have to tell everybody because she's so prominent right now. She's kind of like where Angelina Jolie was at the time, and it's, it became her time. Superhero, that whole thing. Almost every woman is now being a superhero. But that's just her. We have to sit back and go to what we call her stunt double, or the person who takes on the hard work. And the hard work is serious, and I love this name. Anybody has a name that's called. Heidi Moneymaker. Love it, man. If your last name is Moneymaker, here's what she's done. Stunts, actress, and producer. John Wick, Captain America, The Hunger Games, Avengers, The Furious 7, After Earth, The Lone Rangers, Safe, Cowboys and Aliens, The Expendables, Hancock, CSI, The Invasion, Spider-Man 3, Mission Impossible, War of Worlds, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Van Helsing. <clears throat> All day, man. Oh, now here, here we go now I know you like your girl But I want you to look closely at this woman <laughs> Okay More impressive 
More impressive. No, I can't go against my girl. <laughs> yes, you can. I like her. Yes, no, you, no, yes, you can. Hands and I, I'm in love with <laughs> yes, her. Yes, you can. She, her voiceovers, everything. <laughs> so I love the Heidi Moneymaker. She was wonderful. I'm thinking of her specifically in the Avengers of Captain America. All of those. She was specifically wonderful. But I still got to go with my girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want you guys to know, I'm only listing not even half the credits. This, 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 this woman is... She's doing it all. I, I, I love it. Do, she's doing it all. I'm just saying. Just want to let you guys Bravo. know. Stunt women, we take it for granted that they don't have skills all the time, but they do. So, hey, Moneymaker. Oh, that name. Love it. <laughs> Moneymaker. All right. About to go to another one. Let's see. Watch what Mario does. This one's going to be hard for Mario. I guarantee you. I'm not going to say a lot. You already know. Very simply, they call her Penelope Cruz. Actress, soundtrack, producer. Now, known outside her native country as the Spanish Enchantress, Penelope Cruz Sanchez was born in Madrid, Eduardo Cruz, a retailer, and Encarna Sanchez, a hairdresser. That's her parents. As a toddler, she was already a compulsive performer, reenacting TV commercials for her family amusement, but she decided to focus on her energies on dance. After studying classical ballet for nine years at Spain's National Conservatory, she continued her training under a series of prominent dancers. At 15, however, she needed she heeded her true calling when she bested more than 300 other girls at a talent agency audition. The resulting contract landed her several roles in Spanish TV shows and music videos. Now, this is a no-brainer. I don't have to tell you about her resume. What I got to tell you about is who her double is. And let's go to her double and see if the apple falls far from the tree. Monica Cruz, her double. Hey, sis, I may not be like you, but I'm your double. Dancer and actress, she was seven years in the dance company of Joaquin Cortez. Was her sister Penelope Cruz body double during the filming of Pirates of the Caribbean? On Strange Ties, as Penelope was pregnant with her son, Leo. Gave birth to her first child at 36, a daughter, Antonella Cruz Sanchez. On May 14, 2013, the child was conceived via artificial insemination, has no legal father. Now, all right, Mario. Okay. The double tighter than the uh, lead actress? Or is that Penelope just made that stain? Because my, I didn't even... Well, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that's her sister. How wonderful. Celebrate that. Yeah. And you got to just give it much love and much props. Yeah. Know, of course, I'll stick with Penelope. <laughs> of course, you're going to stick with Penelope. Why? Older. I'm curious about the child with the artist. Yeah, I do. Look, there's more information. I just didn't want to take up the time here. There's more of a story behind that. I'm just leaving it alone because we can get off into other areas, and I didn't want to do that. But uh, I, I didn't really think about it. Until I looked, I didn't know that it was a Monica Cruz. So the idea that this is new to me caught me by surprise. Now, her resume is nowhere near what Penelope is. But my thinking is that she'll be coming. So for the most part, we'll see. So, so far, Mario's going as planned. I selected you go, Penelope. Let's see. We're going to see if we could take you over to the next one. Another one of Mario's favorites. I just called her J.A. J.A., first name Jessica last name album actress cinematographer and producer born April 20th 1981 in Pomona California to Catherine Jensen and Mark David Alba who served in the US Air Force 
Her mother was Danish, Welsh, German, English, and French ancestry, while her father is of Mexican descent, including Spanish, indigenous, Mexican, and distant Sephardic Jewish roots. <laughs> wow. Her family moved to Biloxi, Mississippi. Now, check that out. Moved to Biloxi, Mississippi, when she was an infant. Three years later, her father's career brought the family back to California, then to Del Rio, Texas, before finally settling in Southern California when Jessica was nine. What a journey. Military probably makes a lot of sense, but that's not enough. Let's go to what we call the person who has doubled for or stunted for her. Simply Tara Mackin. Stunts, actress, SWAT, The Avengers, The Purge, Westworld, Thor, Teen Wolf, Suicide Squad, Fury 7, San Andreas, Gardens of the Galaxy, Transformers, and Divergent. Okay, Mario. Should I just go on and select who I know your favorite is? Yes, Jessica. You know, you got a thick picture of her. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hey, look. I thought a picture came. I didn't do anything to it. I still go with Jessica Alba. You go with Jessica? Yes. Uh, yeah, local girl, you're going to stay right in the community. This is kind of predictable. But but the double. But the double. She is serious. And wait a minute. The, the work that she has done. I believe she also comes from, I may be wrong. I have to check and double check. But she is in excellent condition. I just want to give props to those who have to do all the hard work while still trying to look glamorous. Taking it to the top. Mar, you're going to give me your number one and your number two. And I'll give you my number one. Not Carmel, not, that's just the holder. Let's just go on down. There we go. Carmel Macklin. Nazanin Boniadi. Christina Baskin. Scarlett Johansson. Heidi Moneymaker. Penelope Cruz and her sister. Monica Cruz, Jessica Alba, and Tara Mackin. Your number one and number two, I think I know. My number one is Scarlett Johansson <laughs> number and two. Heidi Moneymaker. Very good. All right. All right. You know what? I am mad at you. I'm going Moneymaker's my number one. Got to go with Moneymaker. And I'm impressed with Tara Mackin. I'm kind of impressed with it because... The nature of her conditioning. So I'm, I'm, I'm off the beaten path, man. You can, you have, you can have the traditionals. It's okay. But this is really to give empowerment and respect to those who actually do the hard, hard work to make and keep these women looking hot while they become the romantic interests and dreams of Mario and others. <laughs> so I want to give respects to the stunt doubles and women. I'm over. That's it, Mario. Another day, another way, bro. Thank you all for tuning in to Morning Coffee. It's been a wonderful day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day in the neighborhood. Make sure you tune in this week for Quiet Storm, which is going to be up on Tuesday. And also, uh, uh, Friday Night Agenda, which we got a full agenda this coming Friday. Right. With the Magic Mixtape. Ladies and gentlemen. I 
we say on the way out, ain't nobody got our DNA. Thank you, Facebook friends, for being here.